Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope all is well with you and yours, and I hope everything is just going good for you. Um, I don't think I have anything really specific to talk about today other than to just really... I I feel like I am I'm, I'm I'm really glad that I that I found God and that the Bible is here to help me make sense of the world. I honestly cannot imagine if I had to rely on science only or the knowledge that exists in the world to explain to me why the world is the way it is. I think one of the things that fascinates me most is the psychology of evil. Why do people, why are people evil? Why is there evil on, on earth? Why is there cruelty? Why is there wickedness? And on the converse side, why are some people, why do some people have so much empathy Some people just don't even have anything remotely close to what you can call empathy. Why are some people able to wreak such havoc on people's lives? You know, like, destroy people's lives. Do the most cruel, vicious, oppressive, perverse things to children, to women, to young boys to people like themselves you know, people strangers family members people they don't know and some people could never ever conceive doing such a thing it it, it fascinates me no end why do some people some people live like gods on on earth think they can shape the lives of people they, they they play god really you know decide to move into countries invade kill destroy steal maim up, up, uproot dispossess and some people would never think of taking something that does not belong to them what is it that makes some people good some people have a conscience on earth and some other people just seem like In fact, if you watch Lord of the Rings, uh, uh, you know the orcs. Some people behave like orcs, like the orcs in, Lord, in the Lord of the Rings movies. Whereas some people are as harmless as the hobbits. Whereas, well, and in, in, in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, sorry, and this is a book written by J.R. Tolkien. If you haven't watched the films, I'm sorry, but the analogy just came to me. And whenever these things come, I just go with the flow because it helps me. And I know it's the Holy Spirit that does that. So in the trilogy of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the hobbits were just harmless folk who wanted to live their lives. You know, they were very naive, really unassuming people. And, you know, just being around them, you could, you just wondered, how could people be this, you know, simple? Very, you know, what you see is what you get. And, and it was a very peaceful community for that purpose. And then you had these other fighting cruel machines who really were just brainless terrorists they were created by um you know an evil wizard and all that but they were called orcs and they were so 
vicious that they would even sometimes they could even turn against one another in their anger but all they knew how to do was to steal to kill and to destroy the empathy compassion all of that was just totally out of their space and in between the orcs and the hobbits on both extremes you then had different classes of human beings who had who showed both good and bad but still worked according to some position of honor so you had the dwarves you had the elves you know you had other different beings like that but the hobbits were at the extreme end of good the orcs are at the extreme end of bad now the lord of the rings trilogy shows that these are different classes of beings so you can you can explain the difference in their behavior because you can see the differences so when you see an orc an orc you, nobody needs to tell you to run at this guy a vicious person or to defend yourself you could see it in them they look horrible they're terrible they look like you know they just look really horrible and the hobbits you know, wow you can see these are lovely harmless you when you see a hobbit you want to hug a hobbit you know you know this is a harmless person you know they're not very tall and they're just really very childlike even though they're adults and all that so you could tell and those who you knew that okay man i don't need to make enemies of these guys they may not be aggressive but i don't want to be on their wrong side like the elves you would know that you would also know that by looking at the dwarves the problem we have on earth is that we have people who spiritually are like ox but they look like hobbits thank you holy spirit that was just you that's the most freakish thing and i kid you not nobody can explain it better to me than the bible in fact i wanted to i've been so fascinated with psychology that i have been mulling about going to do a psychology master's program online i believe i'll still do it before i leave this planet because i i want to understand what science says about some of these things in the first instance beyond what i have watched in documentaries because i look at things i mean for instance i look at i look at a lot of the chaos i look at the total i don't know i don't even have the words of the political leadership in nigeria who think we're all fools we can see how much protection they give for certain kinds of violence being perpetrated on vulnerable people indigent populations in certain parts of the country and we see how they pay attention so let's let's put it this way we see how they ignore certain forms of violence and then how they use violence to suppress opposition constructive challenge and any form of dissent in the other places while protecting active while providing active cover to people who are stealing killing destroying dispossessing raping murdering abducting shedding blood on a daily basis the number of bloodshed we have in nigeria is scandalous if if the shedding of innocent blood and of righteous blood is a sin to any nation we are covered drenched in the sin of the bloodshed of the innocent and the righteous our political leadership turns a blind eye on that but you dare say anything that shines a light upon what they are doing or any evil they come after you while they ignore the terrorism that is going on it's the most bizarre thing It is very clear to us right now that a lot of the terrorism that is happening in Nigeria is state-sponsored. I'm just even going to just going to say it there. It's become very clear. Not to everybody, but to a number of us who've been watching, it's very clear. 
because it it seems to bother the people more than the government you know what i'm saying it bothers them more and if they were nonchalant about everything then we'd say okay it's a general problem of nonchalance but no they are they, they are nonchalant to terrorism but they are very vigilant against dissent opposition constructive channel and any organized resistance by civil society by human beings by defenseless communities they will break it down while leaving the terrorists to go in and out rape go in and out steal go in and out kill go in and out evil soldiers that are sent to go and defend often walk into ambushes what does that tell you time and time again Somehow, the intelligence in the hands of these ragtag individuals, who clearly is 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 always more, um, their intel their intelligence is always superior to the intel. I mean, the military intelligence is more superior to the intel of our own armed forces. Yes, because clearly there is a leak and a mole at a very senior level. Anyways, this is not supposed to be a political conversation. I'm just saying. The Bible explains to me, these are things that you can't understand. In the same way you see also in the whole Russia and Ukraine thing, just look at that entire scenario. And they're like, okay, I, I get it, Putin, I understand the way you feel and all of that. This used to be part of your country. Russia was this big, you know, big whatever. But really, is this the only way you could achieve your purposes? I mean, and really, and you know, there's some things, it's just like, there's some things that are lost. I mean, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. But somehow it makes sense to him and you know of course there are different sides everybody taking in you know a side and all that but what is clear is that the war is becoming more complex than he initially planned they have also suffered more losses than they probably intended that they will they didn't bank for this kind of spirited defense by the ukrainians but i'm like what's the long-term plan how does this make sense to you where do you think all of this is going to go is going to go in the future you more or less sent a message to the entire europe you cannot be trusted everybody's going to begin to scale up on their defense and military spending it's very likely that in the next 10 20 years you guys these guys are going to be fighting yourselves in a way that the whole world will not enjoy it, that's that's clear all of the work that you all of the foothold that he, he they've gotten in the past 20 years you've eroded it because you're going to be an enemy for the next 20 years it take, take another 20 years of work before you get the west to the place where they are they are where they begin to see you as a potential ally even though well they're still using your energy anyway so at least for now but i'm just like what's the long-term plan it just doesn't make sense but somehow to them it does you know it does you have to be a psychopath to understand how these people think but what makes sense to me is what the bible says which is that there is evil in the world and that that evil predated the existence of man which is what we see because in the garden of eden the serpent was there and for what we there's everything points to the fact that the serpent was created had been on that planet earth before the um creation of man what i don't understand is why the serpent was even allowed into the garden into the first place in the first place but i guess there's just some history there which the bible doesn't reveal to us what's important to us to know is that the serpent came into the garden he deceived the woman um and the man fell disobeyed god and was cast out of the garden of eden and then started living this whole corrupt immoral immortal and immoral life and since then god has been on a quest to save man from you know the 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 fall and the consequences of the fall which is us 
being under the law of sin and death and under the control and the influence of the devil, the enemy and everything that is anti-God. Which then brings us to where we are today, where we're in this world where a lot of people are actively falling under the influence of that evil Lord knowingly and unknowingly i believe that a lot of them are actually in intentional partnership with the devil just like i am in intentional partnership with god nobody can convince me most of these rulers who perpetrate these really wicked things as well as people who control swaths of people in a very intentionally cruel way i believe this is my belief i believe that these people are in active partnership with an evil with the ruler of the darkness of this world and they know it you know what i'm saying they know it. These are not people con- committing random acts of violence or under influence of the enemy. The leaders, the arrowheads, the followers may not know. The followers are just following the leader. They're just following instructions, philosophy they've been shared with, incentives they've been given. But the leaders of all this, they are many, you know, there are many antichrists. You know what I mean? As in many anti-God, anti-righteousness, anti-good. They are people who have covenanted with the devil to work in partnership with him. So they are getting daily instructions. The devil is not easy for the devil to influence people to the level that he influences some people. That can only be done with active, willing, conscious participation. It is possible for the devil to oppress people, sometimes without their permission, they 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 not knowing, sometimes, you know, historical events that have happened to torture people's minds and then create an open door for the enemy to come in. But oppression is different from possessing and is different from being used. For people who are used in anybody that is a mass murderer and that your actions are supporting, covering or protecting, yielding, causing mass murder. You can't I'm, I am, I personally am convinced you're in partnership with the devil and you know it. It's an intentional partnership. Because otherwise, the natural conscience that God has put in everybody should hold you back from being able to do those things. For you to be able to do it, there is an infiltration and an immersion that has happened through willful interaction engagement with the enemy his doctrine his philosophy his ideals his essence is willful that would that can make him permeate you to that extent and when people see such a person like the fear that people like putin and so, and the political leader in, in, in my country that they evoke in people you can tell that it is not a normal fear this is these are spiritual things and I've, i had no intention i was going to say this oh what i'm saying here today this is completely 100 percent impromptu but i believe god wants me to say this and i've never really thought about it this way so this is me actually reflecting to myself this is not normal this is not normal and then you see people who for all intents and purposes are very good people people who normally are courageous they lose their you know their, they, they just become like water i believe that if you find yourself in that kind of situation against such people who are actively using spiritual powers to oppress and lord over the people around them the only way you can combat them is by the name of jesus and the blood of jesus using any sort of physical you know strategy and all that it can only help if supported by the power of god the natural wisdom is useful but it cannot overcome it cannot defeat it cannot restrain rather you'll be entangled by the machinations because they are working 
with power from beneath and you know the bible says the, the thief comes only to steal to kill and to destroy any political leader that is doing all three not in self-defense but actively you are the aggressor and we can see it or stealing killing and destroying is happening under your watch you are protecting you are covering it you are in partnership with the devil we don't need to pray i don't need to pray pray about it i don't need to that's that's satan in living color these are people these are satanic agents these are satanic um people and it's not that they i mean anyway i think i'll just leave it there so there is evil in the world and i just think my reflection i'm just talking to god and asking him to show me what can i do to make a difference is it just to continue to talk to him how should i pray what should i do you know and i'm really looking for him to because something has to be done at least i'm talking in my context in my nation i think i just want god to to show me what he would want me to do and i guess it's prayer but what kind of prayer how and maybe i should start from praying in the way that i know or even just pray for god's wisdom and i i guess this musing is part of the rumblings in my spirit as well as to lord i know that something is happening and um if you're listening to this and you're from nigeria please wherever you are pray for nigeria there's there's a lot going on there's a battle for the soul of nigeria that is going on and for the first time in our history we have evil men in power with a lot of physical natural power who have no business being in that space and are willing to sacrifice the lives of as many people as possible in pursuit of their evil agenda i won't say any more than that and i'm not just talking about this is not had nothing to do with religion i'm just talking about the principles of life of good and evil simple i'm not this is not i'm not saying you know there's an agenda that has been crafted in the pits of hell that somehow has found people who are actively pursuing it and it's involving a lot of bloodshed a lot of bloodshed ultimately i believe that it is also targeted against the purpose of god for our nation and for the spread of his gospel but the fact that they are willing to go to any lengths to do it i think even they you know you can also tell that they themselves have been deceived so therefore this is more a spiritual battle than a physical because it is clear that what they are unleashing will consume themselves so i am not even so much looking at them as the problem but rather as the spirit beings that are behind it and that's the essence i think of this conversation today the last musing that we did we're talking about wicked spirits in the heavenly places and and all of that you know the whole ephesians 6 story wrestle not against flesh and blood but against um, spiritual wickedness in the heavenly places against principalities and powers um, wicked spirits in the heavenlies and um, the rulers of the darkness of this world and wicked spirits in the heavenlies and then we are also counseled to pray with all manner of um we should put on the whole armor of god and then pray with all manner of supplication and thanksgiving you know with the saints and watch their own too i think that ephesians 6 12 to 18 is a good reference point for where we are as a nation in nigeria now and i don't know what is happening in your nation and country wherever you are but 
if you're a friend of Nigeria, please pray for us. 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 And I, I also pray if whatever it is you are in your country and in your nation and in your families, please, as we pray for ourselves and our families, let us pray for our nations because I think the example we've gotten from Ukraine, the Ukraine crisis, is that no matter how well it's going for you, everything can be taken away in the in you know in the, in the twinkle of an eye. By the signing off of a pen, by a broadcast, a press statement, it all goes. Just a command from the mouth of someone who really, you know, shouldn't have the kind of power that he has can change everything in your life. It is the most bizarre thing, but it's the world in which we find ourselves. It's almost like we've been thrown back into medieval times all of a sudden. We've enjoyed modern life for like twenty de- for like two decades, and it's like all of a sudden, okay, the world wants to show us that really we're not any different from the days of from 19th century or from the year 500 or the days in which jesus lived we are literally back in medieval times that's what we need to learn from um the ukraine and russia crisis the issue problems in afghanistan yemen and other places and not even in my nation nigeria and i think many of us who are living in so-called peaceful places in quotes we are living in a bubble and thinking it cannot touch us let us know that the people who lived in Ukraine did not do anything, did not need to have done anything for something that bad to have happened to us. The people in northern Nigeria who are also victims of terrorism and are faced by a, an uncaring and nonchalant government, a government that is supportive of terrorism, while completely nonchalant to the plight of the people that it has sworn to serve and protect, the people who are victims of that aggression and that terrorism did not do anything to deserve what they are facing. So that some of us may be living in areas where this kind of run um, on on provoked violence has not touched us does not mean that it can never do so so let us pray for us for our communities our nations and for nations around the world let us just pray that the will of god be done and that the hand of the enemy be brought down be destroyed and that all those who have covenanted to execute and implement the agenda of the enemy against the world against the church against his people against the innocent the righteous and the vulnerable that the lord will destroy bring them down in the name of jesus that their evil plans and machinations shall not come to pass that the evil that they have um, initiated and, and conceived for others it shall be returned unto them hundredfold they shall be destroyed and they shall be cut from away and they shall be left without no roots nor, nor ground they shall be as though they never were that the Lord will make an utter end of all of their plans, all of their machinations, and they shall be as no, as though it never happened. Affliction will not rise again against the innocent, against the righteous, against the vulnerable in my nation and in the nations of the world. And that all that they have planned to do, the Lord himself will send his angels from heaven to destroy it, to make it of nothing. They will consume themselves. They will be made a shame, exposed and made a laughing stock. And never from them shall rise again another root, nor branch, nor stem. They will be cut off completely and their evil cut off with them. And in its place will be fruits of righteousness, fruits of peace, fruits of joy, fruits of holiness, fruits of righteousness, fruits of justice and fruits of peace. In the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with me, for praying this prayer. And I pray that the Lord himself will keep and protect you and us, you and yours, today and always. In Jesus' name. Amen.